Okay, so tonight, Bezra Sashem, we're going to be continuing with our series on entering the Sea of Wisdom, based on the weekly teachings of Rav Yitzhak Mayim Morgenstern Shlita, Tzaddik and the Gon in Yerushalayim. And this week, what we're going to be doing is something slightly different than what we've done. But there are cloud we focused mainly on the Nishmas and Chadasin teachings, which are the teachings that the Rebbe gives over weekly at the Shabbos meals, whether it's the Friday night meal, or the Sudasa the Atika Kadisha on Shabbos day. But what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be looking at a different element of the teachings. Uh, it's a section of the teachings that has been around for two years or so. It's called Yuma Dihilula, where what the Rebbe does, amongst other things, he learns out sugyos of the tzaddikim whose yard said it is that week. And it's never simply just talking about the tzaddik, but Kedarcha Bakodesh, what the Rebbe does is he learns a Torah of the tzaddik or a story associated with the tzaddik and uncovers the spiritual origin, the spiritual potency of that individual tzaddik, something that we'll see Ezra Sashem as we continue learning that for the Rebbe, the manda amrim of certain ideas are deeply rooted in their spiritual origins. So it's not just happenstance that a certain tzaddik says one thing, but rather the words that come out of any tzaddik's mouth are deeply connected with the spiritual root of that particular tzaddik so that the personality and the Torah of that personality become merged together in a profoundly powerful way, really taking what can Halila become a dead library for some people where their books devoid of neshamot and transforming it into a living experience with Torah where the books themselves are a meeting place with the neshamas of those tzaddikim. So the Rebbe was talking about the Baal Hastechemed, the Balaste Chemed, Schusi Yogan Aleinu, Rav Modina, and speaking about the encyclopedic nature of his teachings. And there was a Talmud who was reading from whatever book was in front of them, talking about things that they had heard about this tzaddik. And the Shmua that this individual brought up in the name of the, in front of the Rebbe was that after Havdalah on Motzei Shabbos, after the wicks went out and the smell of that extinguished flame went into the Stechemed's nostrils, the Stechemed would be visu- visibly in a state of pleasure and he would make noises like ah, ah, like a, a clearly expressing a state of pleasure to the extent that the people around him would laugh. And the Rebbe continues and he says, not only is the story of the Stechemed important, but if we look at different meforshim, in particular the kafachayim, we see that there are certain makomos that have a minhag, not only to laugh at the end of Havdalah, but rather to laugh in the middle of Havdalah itself. That achenu hasvardim, ashrechem, that they have the minhag of laughing after looking at the fingernails, after the bracha of bayrim ha'ori ha'ish. And the question is, how is this an appropriate minhag? Because it's one thing to have a hefsik or something that appears to be a hefsik in the middle of a mitzvah, but to have a hefsik that is rooted in laughing about something becomes a difficult idea. So what the Rebbe does over here is he introduces us into, it's a sugya that, that I, I love very much. Motzei Shabbos has always been my favorite yantif. Um, as Rabbeinu teaches us, you know, the question that we have to ask ourselves on Motzei Shabbos is why is it difficult to fall asleep and the answer that Rabbeinu offers is because we're expecting something more than the world has to offer. So Motzei Shabbos and the echoes of Motzei Shabbos has always spoken deeply to me. 
But this teaching, when I saw it this week, I was mamish. Uh, I was mamish in another place. It was an incredible, incredibly exciting teaching to see, and that's why we're kind of moving to this separate subsection of teachings to try and share it. So, in order to answer the question of why is there a minhag of laughing in the middle of havdalah, the Rebbe introduces an incredible teaching from the Baal Mishnas Hachasidim. Baal Mishnas Hachasidim was Rav Immanuel Chayrechi one of the most important Talmidim of the Arizal, who wrote a sefer called Mishnas Chasidim. He also wrote a sefer called Yosher Levav. He wrote a number of Svarim. But the most famous sefer here was Mishnas Chasidim, which is somewhat of a kitzer on the Eitz Chaim Kadisha. But there's also elements of halacha and kavanos of different minhagim and yamim tovim that specifically Rav Emanuel Chayrechi brings out. Most famously, the Baal Mishnas Chasidim is known for what is written in his sefer Yosher Levav, where... He's the Bar Plugta against most Manda Amrim with regards to the Sugi of Tzimtzum, something that the Rebbe spoke about this week as well in Yuma Dehilula when it comes to the yard site of Rev Eliyahu Dessler, which was also incredibly exciting for me to see that the Rebbe said that the Mikhtav Meliahu are incredible Svarim. It's not a Chiddush that Mikhtav Meliahu are incredible Svarim. The Chiddush is that the Rebbe doesn't quote from that Zerem of, of Torah necessarily, the Bali Musra and the Bali Machshava. Rav Huttner is quoted, I think I've seen it once, but to see Rav Dessler being spoken about was also a significant uh, moment. But the Mishnah Sachasidim is typically known for his opinion in his Sefer Yosher Levav about claiming that the Tzimtzum was Kipshuto. Now, it's very important to understand that for the Rebbe and for really most people who are learning the Svarim HaKadoshim Bifnim with the eyes of Yichud, Halila to claim that any person with a head on their shoulders or a, a heart in their bodies would ever claim that the Simpson was Kipshuto. And, and the Rebbe spends a lot of time, and his Talmud of Shmuel Ehrenfeld Shlita spends a lot of time making very clear that that's not the case. Nevertheless, the Mishnah HaChasidim says something incredible. He says that the bracha of Atachoinintanu that we say on Motzei Shabbos is a lashon of Chasana. Because in truth, the loftiest level of the Yehudim, of the unifications, and the experience of spirituality that we experience on Shabbos, the apex of it, the highest point of it, is when? It's on Motzei Shabbos. That all of Shabbos is a preparation for Motzei Shabbos. And this got people very upset. People misunderstood this because ultimately, Venimsa Kifizeh, according to the Lashon of the Mishnah's Chasidim, it turns out, Kol HaShabbos Hu HaChana Lemotzei Shabbos. Because Atachon Intanu, that time where we finally reach the Yichud of the Chasana, of the Yichud between the Zachar and the Keva, Mashpia and Makabel, Self and God, whatever it means to us on our own individual levels, it specifically takes place at Motzei Shabbos. The Emes Liakov, who was a, a Talmud of a Talmud of the Rashash, it's an encyclopedia on different sugyos in Kabbalah from the world of Svardisha Kabbalah. He brings down over here, he brings down, and the Rebbe brings it down as well. He says, first off, we have to be mazgir the tzaddik. The Mishnah Chasidim is a gewaldik tzaddik. Everything he writes is mushrash and kedusha to the extent that the Chazdei David, the story goes that he carried around the Mishnah Chasidim in his talis bag kind of stressing that this Sefer was and then he asks this Kasha, so he says, so how could it be that someone who we know is a Tzaddik can say such a ridiculous thing, could claim that Motzei Shabbos is the highest level of Shabbos, something that even a child, the Emes Liakov says, 
would know is ridiculous to claim. So the MS Lyakov says, clearly it's a tos. Clearly it's a tos so firm, it's a textual mistake. And what the Mishnah's Chassidim meant to write is that Moitzei Shabbos is the time where we reflect upon the yichud and the experience of emuna and dveikus and or that we had on Shabbos. Moitzei Shabbos is the time of reflection. So it's not Chalila that Moitzei Shabbos is the highest time, but rather Moitzei Shabbos is the time we reflect on that yichud. That's how the Emes Liakov answers up this kasha on the Mishnah's Chassidim. And here's where we find what the Rebbe does. Rabbi says as follows. He says, in truth, we don't even need to say that this was a Taos Sofrim. And we can say that in truth, what the Mishnah Sachasidim writes is that Motzei Shabbos is, in truth, the loftiest time of Shabbos. And that the experience that we have specifically when Shabbos dies, when Shabbos leaves us, when the Amuna and the Yichud and the Or of Shabbos departs from our lives, it's specifically there that we encounter the deepest level of connection that we can have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We don't have to claim it was a textual mistake, but rather there's a deep secret to uncover over here. And again, this is all leading us up to understanding why we laugh by Havdalah. And what the Rebbe says is as follows. Before we look at it inside, it's Kadai just to kind of summarize it a little bit. The Tyrus Chacham, Rav Chaim Dilarosa, the Talmud Mufak of the Rashash, the namesake of the Rebbe's base Medrash, for a number of reasons, which I'm certainly not comfortable to express yet, only because I have no idea, I just have a bunch of ideas. But the Torah's Chacham, one of the most difficult, complex mathematical svarim ever written with regards to the teachings of the Arizal or the Rashash. Torah's Chacham has a, a, a statement that the Rebbe uses all the time. Ki be'emes ein siluk that in truth and internally, there is no such thing as the departure of spiritual consciousness. Because for the Tairus Chacham, everything is always present. Tzimtzum is not kipshuto. The light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everywhere at every moment and every experience. The fullness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence is there. The only question is the relative perspective, the erchen that we relate to it as. But on a level of quantity, everything is always ever present. And anytime we speak about Yerida or a degradation or a loss or unconsciousness, as we find throughout the writings, is in truth just a statement about how to look at the experience. But it's never claiming, God forbid, that Kedusha that was once present has departed. So first off, we could speak about this for years, this idea and this radical idea of what it means to be a Jewish person. It changes everything. Loss is not a possibility. Everything is about always moving forward and, and surging forth to understand things in a deeper way. But the Tarus Chacham says, In truth, there is no departure of Meichen. And that means that typically when we encounter Moitzei Shabbos, we think we're dying. We think we're going from a world of divine clarity into a world of confusion. But in truth, if we really, really look deeper at it, we never lose even the slightest element of our experience with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Motzei Shabbos is just another opportunity to now descend into the world of Chol in order to uncover more of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light. It's not that we've lost what we experienced on Shabbos, God forbid. It's just now we're tasked with taking that light of the infinite within our minds and revealing it in the lower places of the Chol even more. And therefore, in truth, Motzei Shabbos is the highest time because Shabbos brought us to a level of Yichud. 
And Motzei Shabbos is the time where we say to Hashem, here, I'm going to bring your yichud into Pirud. I'm going to show you how I can arm myself with this emuna of Shabbos and draw it down into the world of Chol. And that level of emuna, that's something that's only Shayach Asilavo. And therefore we can say that Motzei Shabbos is in truth the chasana. It's the time where we really allow the rubber to hit the road and say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we experienced Shabbos, that was Gevalt, but now we're going to show you something even cooler. We're going to draw the light of Shabbos into Chol itself to reveal that Chol is just another opportunity to feel Shabbos. And the Rebbe says as follows in Osvav, he says, Ach, afal even though in truth, the Emes Liakov statement about the Mishnah's Hasidim claiming that Motzei Shabbos is the loftiest time of Shabbos, it seems that there's a textual mistake there. Nevertheless, like we've brought in other places, Penimius divrei ha-tayrus chacham tzidku divrei ha-mishnas chasidim lalo asiyas tost from bedvarim. Our understanding of what the Tarus Chacham teaches us allows us to redeem the teaching of the Mishnas chasidim even without claiming some textual mistake. Vahainu, shebe'emes b'chol motzei Shabbos kodesh mehir ha'or de level. Every motzei Shabbos, there's an illumination of the light that is reserved for the future, the Or HaGonaz, that Torah that is revealed only in the future, which is the Ha'ara of Davin Malka Mashiach, of Mashiach ben David. Vahainu, Sheba Shabbos Kodesh, which is the Bechina of the Ha'ara Ba'olam Ha'atzilus, Ba'ofen Shemit Alim B'Shabbos Kodesh, V'yotzim Me'al Ha'astara Da'hai Alma, that the Inyan of Shabbos is entering into the supernal unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu by moving away from this world, by letting go of this world, by ignoring this world, by closing our eyes to this world. But as we know, the real Tachlis is not to escape the worlds of separation and enter into the worlds of unity. The real Tachlis is to draw the world of unity down into the world of separation. But that difficult task is something that is reserved for the future. And the way we do this is by drawing down an even higher level of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's unity to reveal that even separation and distinction and difficulty and, and darkness and all of the different things we experience are also part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light. And this is what the Taras Chacham tells us when he says, In truth, in a concealed way, there is never any experience where the meichen leave us. Ah, bechitzonius, chol is not Shabbos, true. But bepnimius, it's all one and the same. Bepnimius, the light of HaKadosh Baruch is present everywhere. V'imkein, or shall kol Shabbos kodesh, ena mistalik achar ha-Shabbos. The light of Shabbos doesn't depart after Shabbos. Because in truth, Sunday is just another opportunity to reveal an even deeper level of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light, to show how that holiness is found within separation as well. That every Shabbos, every Shabbos gives us the opportunity to draw just a little bit more of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's unity into this world of separation. And through Shabbos, we gain even more strength to descend once again into the worlds of separation. 
and to reveal the sparks and the light of the light that is going to be revealed in the future. And the Rebbe continues and he says, and therefore Motzei Shabbos is in truth the highest point because it's where we show HaKadosh Baruch Hu that the light of Yichud can be drawn down into separation as well. And here the Rebbe comes back to the question that we started off with, with the Stechemed, of how could the Kafachayim, how could the Kehilos of Stard laugh in the middle of, of Havdalah? What's funny about Havdalah? So we're going to see that laughter is born when we find the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu specifically in the place that we couldn't expect it. When we realize that even down here, specifically down here, like Rabbi Nachman teaches us, that on a certain level, the whole provides a deeper spiritual experience than Shabbos. When you hear something like that, the only thing to do is laugh. The same way that we'll laugh when Mashiach comes. The And the Rebbe continues and he says as follows. And this is a teaching I believe that we saw either in the second or third week as well. And this, now we can understand why we laugh, why we crack up in the middle or at the end of Havdalah. The same way the Rebbe says that Hasidim would make schoik and laugh in different holy times, like the Tefillah of Musaf on Shmini Atzeres, or the lighting of Neiros Hanukkah. And this is based on what we see in the name of the Tzemach Tzedek, that schoik, Shin, Ches, Vav, Kuf, is the same gematria as Or Ein Sof. Same gematria as the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because when we draw the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu into places that we didn't think we could find it, the only way to react is to laugh. It's the laughter of Yitzchak Avinu. It's the laughter of Mashiach Tzedkenu. V'ratzu l'rames b'sroh k'zeh sh'anu ma'aminim be'emunah shalema sh'af she'bechitzonius anu oisim ata havdala. And the laughter is to say, even though externally it looks like we're making havdalah and saying that Shabbos is over and we die and fall into the worlds of separation and we leave the world of Atzilus and we descend into the worlds of distortion and chol, the laughter is to show us that we laugh in order to show that our true intention is connected to the concealed light of the infinite presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is truthfully only revealed in the future. At which point we will all laugh. That at this point on Motzei Shabbos, we're tapping into the realization that that even what feels like a Yerida is not a Yerida because it's simply another opportunity to encounter HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light. And like we've spoken about so often, anything that is reserved to be experienced in the future can be tasted presently in the present as well through the Tzadikim Ha'amitim, through their Torah, through Amuna, through Bitachon. And we connect to that. The only way to survive in Gullus and Chol is to draw down that future light that Shabbos reveals, which is that everything is Shabbos. And this is the Bechina of a beautiful Tvila. We said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, give me Koyach in Gullus itself to find you. Not to get rid of Gullus, but to find you within the Gullus. That we have to draw down the light of Gullus, uh, the light of Lasid Lavo specifically into Gullus. And this laughter 
is itself what brings this light even closer. And so the laughter at, at Havdalah, the laughter at the time of separation and darkness, is because we truly believe that in truth, anything that looks dark, bepnimius, is still makusher to the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that there's no loss. And anything that feels like a loss, and anything that feels like katnus hamoichin, and a yurida, externally it's true, we have to deal with it, but internally in the toich emune am segula, when we turn around from the brokenness of the week, and we turn towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, we're bringing the Shabbos Kala in, it's daika toich emune, the toichius of the emuna, the panemius of the emuna of a yid is capable of realizing that ein shum siluk moichin la'olam klal, the Ezra